Welcome to Grow With Soul, a simple marketing podcast by me, Kate Ferris, a creative business and marketing coach living in the mountains in North Wales. Grow With Soul is for creatives who either have their own business or who dream of having their own business and who want to grow slowly, sustainably and soulfully in their work and in their life. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of Grow a Soul. Today is going to be a shorter kind of pep talk style of episode just with me and what I want to talk about is getting going. So at the time I'm recording this and as it's going out it's the end of August where here in the northern hemisphere we're starting to look ahead to the autumn and get going with new projects or pick up old ones and as we get that kind of back to school feeling. Well in the southern hemisphere I'm assuming that as you're emerging into spring and all the newness that that brings there's also a kind of sense of getting going too. So it feels like a good time to start to look at how to start something new or invigorate an existing business after a break. So point one, start gently and realistically. So I wrote to my newsletter subscribers this month about how I was exploring Kate Northrup's concept of work cycles and specifically the fertile void. So she says there's four different parts of the cycle that we go through with all of our work and our projects. And the last one is the fertile void. And it's the thing that we always skip. So we always start up with new projects as soon as one ends or even quite often before one has ended, rather than taking that period to rest and evaluate everything. So to use a kind of gardening analogy, the fertile void is time to let our soil recover, to pile on some fertiliser and let things germinate naturally rather than kind of pull them up early and stick them in a greenhouse with loads of chemicals. The reason I bring this up is because I went on holiday in July and I felt really guilty that I didn't come back and hit the ground running with, you know, renewed pizzazz and all I actually wanted was a lie down rather than to really kick on. And so rather than try to force it, I accepted the fertile void state. So I didn't post on Instagram for the whole of July. I delayed recordings for this podcast and kind of pushed the first episode back a few weeks. Just generally, I did the the bare minimum (laughs) of what I had to do. And actually, you know what? I got so many ideas and I got so excited to start pursuing them. Rather than having to force things to happen, my mind kind of wandered freely and landed in new areas and that got it really excited. So I had time to think about what I really wanted in my business and make lucid plans rather than just kind of rage through, trying to push through everything. So I came back to work with so much more positivity than I did when we kind of dropped our bags getting back from holiday and I thought, oh God, here we go again. So if you're coming back from a break, my advice is to not force yourself into an intense working routine if you're just not there yet energetically. Focus on a handful of important tasks, but otherwise allow yourself to recalibrate and ease back into the water. And by the way, I found it really helpful actually to put a date on it. So by kind of having till the end of July that I was going to be in fertile void, that kind of helped me to 
not be in it perpetually, but also give myself a little bit of structure just kind of for my mental state more than anything. The same also goes if you're starting out. So for some reason, our brain really likes to psych us out when we're doing something new. And if you're starting to think about making your business idea a reality, then your head is probably full of just what a gigantic, enormous, life-changing thing you're about to do. It's this huge big picture concept right now and it feels like everything has to happen all at once and all at the same time in order for it to actually happen. But of course it can't all happen at once and nor does it need to. So go gently and go realistically. Know that you're not going to get to that big picture vision in a hurry, so don't hurry. Give yourself little bits to do, just one or two a week and you'll find yourself making much more progress than if you keep staring at that big picture and think, right, I've got to get everything going. I've got to put on all the different rings of the hob and have all the pans on high. No, you can just start simmering one and that's fine. Okay, point two, reconnect with why you're doing all of this and who you're doing it for. A great way to build back up your motivation and to gain renewed focus or focus for the first time is to get back in touch with your why and your who. And I know, I know there's nothing really remarkable about me saying that, but it is really easy to get slowly swept away from these kind of key foundation stones on the current of all your day-to-day activities and the expectations of others and, and certain opportunities. So checking back in with them is a good way to have a kind of hard reset and look at how important what you've kind of found yourself doing really is. On the why side of things, you may decide that you want to do or feel like you need to do a really deep dive on it with something like my purpose kit. So perhaps your original driving why isn't really resonating so much anymore and you just generally feel kind of lost and you don't know where to start with it. Or maybe it's kind of more simple than that. You just need a bit of time with a pen and paper to remember why you started doing this in the first place and to reconnect to that motivation. Either way, to feel clear about, you know, this is what I stand for and this is why I'm driven to build this business is a really important starting point to kind of be a springboard to dive in from. Similarly, reconnecting with who you serve in your business is important too. You'll get a little bit wrapped up in what we want our business to do for us that we kind of lose touch with what our people actually want from us. (laughs) That's something I definitely do. So this reconnection could be literal. So sending out some questions or a survey or paying more attention to what people are saying online and being proactive with engaging with them to touch base and re-familiarise yourself with your people so you can make sure that what you plan is really focused on them. And even if you're starting out or you're shifting slightly so you, you don't have a kind of big pool of real people to talk to, still think about that who. Your educated guesses about who they are and what they want and what they need is always going to be so much closer to the truth than you think and it's always going to be a better starting point than nothing. So those guesses or those, that kind of intuitive knowledge is going to be enough to get you to a point where you have real people to ask. So another thing that you can do as well if that still feels a little bit of a, of a jump is look at people online or in real life, that you kind of think, yes, (laughs) I would love to work with them, I would love them to buy my things, or wear my clothes, or whatever it is, 
and then kind of use them as your inspiration when you see what they're talking about online or you kind of read between the lines what are some things that are going to really appeal to them that you can start to use okay number three set some goals (laughs) so as I say in base camp which is my new course when you're going on a road trip you need to know where you want to get to before you can start planning the route once you know your end point you can kind of work backwards from there so you need to plan what motorway junctions you need to come off at, and you can look at the cute little towns or nice pubs or museums that you want to hit and visit along the way and so this is really how I approach my goal setting So having a big end destination that kind of feels like it's a long way off, but having little goals that I can relish that will really get me closer and closer to that end destination. So whether you're starting out or you're years into your business, that big destination goal looks and feels huge. So really, I just look up at it occasionally to make sure I'm still on the right path. But it's the smaller goals that I pay the most attention to, as they're the things that give you wins along the way and kind of keep you pepped up and they also will form the basis of most of the activity that you do in your business. So making sure that you have some short-term goals, ones that you can tick off within a month or within a couple of weeks is a really great way to get and to stay motivated as you can really see your progress happening in real time right in front of you rather than in six months time ending up at a place and being like oh I got here. Which kind of really brings me on to point four, which is match your activity to those goals. So at the moment, my end destination is a six-figure turnover and a day-to-day existence that involves more pottering around than needing to be keeping appointments. I wrote about this on the blog a few weeks ago about a goal check-in. So I'll link that in the show notes if you'd like to take a look at that. But I think I'm probably a year or two off that kind of end destination at the moment. So it's my smaller goals that really are the big focus at the moment. So as part of reaching that destination, one of the things I need to do is to launch new products. So breaking that down again, I need to launch one at a time because I've learned from the past that launching more than one at a time is not good for me nor for anybody else. So making and launching, for example, Basecamp was my goal for this quarter. But a goal is nothing if you're not working towards it. So I needed to match the activity I was going to do this quarter to that goal. So that involved writing and creating the course, which breaking it down further meant writing one or two sections a week, researching useful examples to use, finding someone to proofread it for me and getting it all set up on Podia where it's hosted. So now right now I'm in the more promotion part of the cycle, which has meant getting the podcast back up and running again, being more present on Instagram, organizing some outreach and I will be doing some Instagram lives soon as well. And then from the middle of September, I'll be running the first sprint for Basecamp. So you can see how from that, from quite a big goal, I broke it down into actions and activity that were going to move me closer to achieving that goal. They were small things that meant progress was made in real time. And that meant that I could get to the goal quickly. Okay, point five is make movement. We all love planning and making sure it's 
just right and fiddling here and there with this and that. I'm not immune to spending a little bit too much time making a nice planning spreadsheet and then admiring all the lovely things I've got planned, but a plan is only marks on a page. It is your actions that actually make it something. So the best way to get going in your business is to do stuff, to be in motion, not with busy work, but with small focused tasks. Creating content, engaging with people, making product, connecting with peers. So finding the work that is efficient, that is effective and isn't just kind of fiddling around here and there, but that's going to start to really make a difference to you achieving your goals. I can't tell you here and now what those activities absolutely should be because they'll be completely different for every business and for every individual goal. So perhaps you have been thinking that I've been spending a lot of time on Instagram, I've been doing loads of stuff, I've been really visible and actually it's time to just go deep into creating this product idea and getting it out now. Or maybe you've been the other way around and you've spent months toying with this product idea and fiddling about with it and actually being visible with it now is where you need to be. If you're starting out, a good bet is always to start creating content. So that might be blogging, it might be imagery, it might be podcasting, video, a hybrid concoction or something that we've never seen before. But what creating content does is give people a reason to pay attention. And when you're starting out, that's what you need. Content gives people something to kind of get their teeth into and enjoy consuming. And in so doing, get a little bit attached to you and get to know you as well. So what that does is help to start building an audience, even if you don't have a product to sell to them yet. So that's always a really good bet because the more visible you are at the beginning, the shorter kind of time span you've got. So if you're out there and doing it and developing a product behind the scenes or even in front of the scenes, it means that you're there and doing it. You're breaking down that time it's going to take for people to know, like, and trust you. If you're looking to get going again in your business, then you're kind of in a similar position to me. So what I've chosen to do is focus on visibility at the moment. So after being away for most of July and actually kind of before that not really being very present it feels important to get back out there as it were and kind of reconnect with everybody again. I feel like I've had a really good reset now and that being visible doesn't feel so pressured or full of dread as it once was so it feels like a good time and a good next step to really focus on yeah being out there with all the things that I've made and that are being made rather than keep hiding away. But most importantly, you know, they're just some ideas. Set some goals and think about where you want to be by the end of September or the end of the year and start to take the little actions that are going to get you there. And it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing, what you think you should be doing, what some advice says. Focus in on where you want to be and what's going to get you there and that's all that matters. If you are starting out in your business um, and you're feeling like, I don't know what goals to set, I don't know where to start, I don't know what first step to take, or maybe you kind of started a a few weeks ago or a few months ago and you kind of 
don't really feel like you know what you're doing or where to go next, then do take a look at Basecamp because that's exactly the kind of situation that I made it for. So for those of you who are just really overwhelmed by all the advice and just want a few little steps to take you to kind of a place where you feel that you can start to do it yourself, which is always the goal. So you can sign up now at simpleandseason.com forward slash Basecamp and you'll get instant access to all the material. But if, like me, you kind of need a bit of accountability and you want a little bit of extra support, then through September, I'm running a sprint, which means that I'll be there in the group. I'll be doing some lives. I'll be answering your questions. I'll be kind of providing a little bit of structure so you can actually really start to move through it. And that starts in mid-September. So make sure that you're signed up by then if you want to join in with the sprint. So that's simpleandseason.com forward slash base camp to sign up. Any other links or resources that I mentioned will be on my website in the show notes at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget that you can connect with me on Instagram at simpleandseason. As always, if you think you have a friend who'd really benefit from listening to this episode, please do send them the link and also share online where you're listening to. And until next time, I hope you grow with soul.